Despite all the protests, President Morsi still has strong support, particularly among members of the group he hails from, the Muslim Brotherhood. Gihad el-Haddad is chief advisor to Egypt's Muslim Brotherhood. He joins us now from Cairo. Uh, Mr. Haddad, President Morsi says he will hold a dialogue meeting tomorrow. Who is he going to talk to? There are many parties at the moment that have uh, submitted names that uh, they want to talk to, last of which just now is the Ghadid Thawra party, the Revolution Tomorrow party. But I think that a lot of the um, opposition members that do not have other interests in the equation are um, genuine in their desire to find dialogue. Some opposition members indeed have announced that uh, they're not going to go to dialogue and they don't believe dialogue is an option uh, unless it's conditional. And of course, we don't uh, um, find this to be a a very reasonable argument, but they can have their say um, and they can demonstrate against the president in the streets, but they represent their own opinions. The National Salvation Front uh, has rejected this dialogue tomorrow, and they're pretty mainstream. Um, Yes, they did. And uh, I wouldn't call them mainstream, but I call them one of the strongest elements of the opposition and most vocal of them. But of course, we have our own reservation in the fact that they do not condemn the violence against a lot of the other factions in Egypt. And the fact that they've aligned themselves quite closely with members of the previous regime, we actually have an objective of removing from the political scene of Egypt. um, And the revolutionaries share our objectives in that. I would understand, of course, some of the frustration of leading members of the Salvation Front, the new constitution actually bars one of them, Mahamur Musa, from politics for 10 years because he was a minister in the Mubarak government and he was a member of the Mubarak political office. I see a lot of frustration and I understand the frustration because there's a huge lack of trust amongst the Egyptian population and amongst the uh, political forces. Of course, the polarization isn't helping that much now. But at the end of the day, this president was elected with no constitution and parliament in place. So it makes perfect sense that he would protect the very institutions that are set out to constrain and limit his power. Mr. Haddad, uh, the the president, President Morsi, has called the people who are protesting thugs. Uh, Who does he think is behind these protests? He, I don't think he did. He actually made the distinction that the protesters are largely peaceful, yet some thugs group are part of these protests. They managed to infiltrate them and do a lot of acts of violence. I mean, um, But, but who, does, who does the president think is behind the protests? He didn't clarify. He basically left it to the judiciary and the prosecutor general to do that on his behalf, which is a wise thing to say. I mean, it wouldn't be taken lightly if a president points the finger at specific individuals without providing enough legal evidence. So I think it's wise to leave it to the judiciary. But they do exist on the scene. They were photographed. They were seen in videos. They attacked and scaled the presidential palace wall. They even attacked the presidential motorcade and and, uh, heavily injured one of the drivers. Is President Morsi prepared to push through the draft constitution despite all the opposition to it? Yes, the the opposition is still representative, and uh, I think at the end of the day, they can't speak for the majority of the Egyptian people, and we've seen that in the demonstration held by President Morsi's supporters next to Cairo University, where the numbers escalated all the way up to 6 million plus, almost triple or quadruple the numbers of the opposition in their protests. What about the emergency powers President Morsi took by decree a few weeks ago? How long will he hold on to them? He didn't really take new powers. He provided immunity to the Constitutional Assembly and to the um, upper house of parliament, the only other two elected bodies in Egypt. The immunity that he has on supremacy acts is actually part of the constitution of Egypt of 1971. How, how long will this exceptional situation remain? Eight days. Eight days. Eight days not, from now or eight days them. after the vote? No, no, eight days from now. In his um, address yesterday, he said that at the time of the announcement of the referendum results, his constitutional declaration is null and void. I mean, you can certainly understand why Egyptians are angry and also suspicious, because former President Mubarak, uh, his state of emergency lasted decades. 
No, no, but this is not a state of emergency, and this is only a protection to two levels of acts of the president. Of course, nothing to do with a state of emergency. It doesn't even provide any power to the police or the judiciary or any other part of the state. It only protects the presidential constitutional declarations and the presidential legislative-issued laws. So you're saying that the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of protesters are, are just misinformed? Um, I think many of them are, and I also think that the real issue that they're protesting is the lack of trust in President Morsi, because he has indeed announced this exceptional status, which was nothing new actually legally, but then again, judges differ on that. But at the same time, he hasn't used it yet. It's all speculations that this would allow him power to utilize this in the wrong direction, but he never has, and he never will utilize him, hopefully, and he promised this to um, on public television. We only have eight days left, and we hope that no situation arises that um, will require the need for him to use this power. Gihad el-Haddad, chief advisor to Egypt's Muslim Brotherhood. Thank you very much for your time. You're most welcome. Thank you.